Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. And thank you so much for finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. I know that um, it's summertime. It's uh, to tell you specifically, it is June 17th of 2021. And I'm sure the kiddos are out and you're trying to keep them busy. So I appreciate you finding some time to spend with me. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that's business networking. I recently read an article in Forbes that went like this. As a, uh, as a new entrepreneur, it's important to have a vast and diverse network of professional connections. Knowing and building relationships with the right people can open a lot of doors for you, uh, for your budding business, as well as give you the opportunity to get in touch with mentors in your field. So sometimes networking is more than just looking for your next client. It's, It's getting your business the exposure, but it's always also connecting with those mentors that can help you take your business to the next level. So today my guest is Michelle Campbell, and Michelle actually is a master in networking. She started her networking with Business Networking International, and we'll be referring to that as BNI, in October of 2000. Uh, She was immediately asked to consider stepping into a leader role. She went on to become a director, and in 2011, she purchased the BNI Alaska franchise. Today, she is on the BNI Global Support Team as head of business development and strategic alliance. So please help me in welcoming Michelle to the show. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the show today. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about the topics we're going to be talking about today. You know, I absolutely love networking, so I think this is going to be a great show for the audience. Absolutely. You know, Michelle, let me tell you a little bit about my, my experience with networking, and that was I had 30 years of experience in banking. I spent 30 years in banking, so when I came out of banking, I didn't know anything about networking at all. So tell me a little bit about your background. What drew you to networking? And specifically, what drew you to B&I? Yeah, that's a great question. I'll even, um, with the banking background, uh, I'll share with you a little story about my mom in B&I as well. Um, so I actually was supposed to start medical school at the College of Osteopathic Medicine at Michigan State University. And my boyfriend at the time had proposed to me and then we got married and Jeff became my husband and we actually hired a financial advisor. Um, And as we met with the financial advisor, I had kind of a change of career path um, and decided to become a financial advisor myself. So 
uh, it was a very interesting turn that I did not expect, but probably one of the best, if not the best decisions I made um, was making that career choice. And so I started as an advisor and one day my uh, manager, my vice president actually at the time came to me and said, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I don't know why. And he said, well, I just fired Larry, and I already paid for this B&I thing that he was a part of, so you need to go to it. And I said, okay, what time? He said, 7 a.m. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And he's like, well, 7 a.m., you go. And so I went to my very first B&I meeting. Um, it was shortly after passing my Series 7 and 63 in Life Action House, so I literally just became a financial advisor and pretty much like, a week or so after ended up at BNI and I had no idea that BNI was actually like this big thing right so I actually thought that the president at the time was an absolute genius I was like oh my gosh he's so smart um, and he actually is a smart guy but it wasn't because he was the one that created actually Dr. Ivan Meisner did and so um, I learned more about BNI the director that was supporting my chapter John Rocky and he's still a member today in Jackson Michigan as a real estate agent, he actually approached me and said, hey, want to be a director? And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. So I went and met with our executive director at the time, became a director consultant on the Michigan team, um, went off to director training. And then even though I was still building my financial planning practice, and even through all the years, I, I was actually a manager for five and a half years with my firm at the time. Um, and I made a, a pretty much a very strong requirement that all of my advisors participated in a BNI chapter if they could get into one, and not all of them could, and we'll talk about that probably later, but um, you know, I made sure that they were networking and they were out and they were doing some stuff. And so uh, later on, when the opportunity arose, um, I actually purchased the BNI Alaska franchise, and I had never been to Alaska before buying this franchise. So I know you work with advising a lot of folks and teaching people about franchising. You know, most people, and I would say, almost everybody thought I was crazy buying a business in a state when I lived in Michigan and had never even been to Alaska. But I believed in BNI so much and I knew the system and I knew the product. And again, when it comes to franchising, you're buying a system. So um, as long as you execute and implement that system, it's not as scary as just maybe going off and on your own. So that led me to uh, eventually becoming head of business development on our global support team and building strategic alliances with other franchisors to help coach and train their franchisees of how to use BNI and how to maximize their networking. Um, so yeah, so it's been just over 20 years that I've been participating with BNI in one way, shape, or another. I was a member for 18 of those 20 years in addition to doing some of these other roles. Um, so I've seen how BNI can truly impact others. Um, mm -hmm. and make a positive difference on folks' lives. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, Michelle, some people may think, well, I'm already a member of a chamber of commerce, so, um, and I only have to go to their meetings once a month. Why would I invest in a belonging to a BNI chapter where I have to actually show up at the meetings? Well, most of them are virtual now, but when everybody starts meeting in person, uh, weekly, these are weekly meetings. What is the difference there, Michelle? Well, there's actually quite a few differences. So we coach and train our members 
about the several types of networking you can do. Um, the first type of network we typically talk about is what we would call soft contact networking organizations. These organizations are things like um, Chamber of Commerce. It could be, um, you know, a local PTA. It could be an alumni association, right? There's some type of affiliation that brings us together, but you can have more than one person in those organizations. And typically, they also do not have any type of attendance requirement either. So when I first started as a financial advisor, um, of course, I was doing all things networking, right? Like, I went to pretty much anything and everything I could go to, including BNI. Um, and I remember my, my manager, Jim, he was amazing. Um, I would go sometimes to the local Chamber of Commerce mixers. And even though I'd meet some great people, typically I'd see 5, 10, 15 other financial advisors there networking as well, right? And it's not very appropriate, and some of you may have ever may have experienced this, and hope, hopefully you weren't that guy or gal, but um, if you are, stop doing this. Um, but don't attack people with your business cards, right? Like mm -hmm. I remember standing and talking to someone, and another gentleman comes in and just like interrupts this conversation. They hand mm -hmm. them both a copy of his business card of like, I didn't even ask you for that, right? Like, right. Um, not only did you rudely interrupt our conversation, you're handing me a card I didn't ask for. So <laughs> um, don't be that person. Um, but, you know, some of the times we confuse business card collections with actual results. So although, and again, I'm actually, you know, in Alaska, I'm a member of the Anchorage Chamber. I'm a member of the Fairbanks Chamber, Matsu um, Valley, like, I could go to as many of those chamber mixers or I could go to none of them. And either way, as long as I keep paying my dues, I still get to be a member. Same thing. You know, I'm a member of the Michigan State Alumni Association. You know, lifetime, lifetime membership, I can go to events or I could not go to events. Um, you know, they're designed, there's an underlying purpose that's different than what BNI is. Um, service organizations, same thing. I was a member for a very long time of the East Lansing um, Zanta Club and, you know, Rotary, Zanta, Kiwanis, all of those types of service organizations. Yes, you could build relationships and you could get business from those relationships, but the primary purpose is to give back to the communities that we live and work in. It's not to go there and to sell to other members. So there's often that networking disconnect. Where hard contact networking organizations like BNI, we only allow one person per profession into any given chapter. And so when you go to that chapter, you're the only chiropractor, painter, cleaning company, right? Now, that doesn't mean that every single member of your chapter is going to become a client or a patient of yours, but more than likely when you build that relationship with them, they are going to be a referral source and a referral partner for you. The other thing that separates BNI from some of these others um, that I love, and this, this will actually tie into a little bit of that story of my mom um, being a banker. So my mom also was in banking basically since she had graduated high school. And towards the end of her career when she decided to step out of some of the leadership and management positions, she went back into sales and she was a, a business consumer banker. And I live in Lansing, Michigan at the time. My mom was um, up in Bay City, so it's about an hour and a half apart. Her office was in Saginaw and um, I kept telling her, I'm like, mom, you need to go to BNI. You need to try this out. And I was like, there's a chapter, it meets on Wednesday. 
and it really, it was truly across the street, like where they met, it was across the street from her branch. And she kept saying, well, tell me what's going to happen. You know, tell me what I have to do. <laughs> now, here's the difference between my mom and I. I will talk to anybody and everybody. I'm definitely an extrovert. My mom is not. So, um, although she, she was very good at sales, she's good at the relationship side of things. She's not the one to go out and make, you know, 20 new friends. She'll instead go make, like, three really good friends, right? So we have a little bit of a difference there. So I did tell my mom a little white lie. Now, remember, this is back in <laughs> 2000, 2001. And I, I said, you know, Mom, every chapter is different, so I'm not really going to see I, – I don't know what they're going to do. You know, the Saginaw chapter is probably different. That's my white lie. So for those of you that are listening, the BNI agenda, no matter where you go in the world, is the same agenda. Um, so I kind of lied to her because what I knew is I knew my mom truly hated public speaking. Mm. So I get back. My, my home chapter was also on a Wednesday at that time. And so I had told her to go for several weeks. She wasn't going to go. I finally said, listen, Mom, if you don't go this week, I'm going to have to find a substitute for myself. I'm going to come, and I'm going to drive you and drag you to this chapter. So she finally was like, yeah, 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 I'll go. So she goes to the chapter, and she visits, and I, come, I was at my own meeting. So I come back from my meeting to my office, and I had that little red blinking light that I had a voicemail because this was before, you know, everybody had cell phones all the time with them. Um, and there's a message from my mom, um, yelling at me. So you always know when you're in trouble when your mom uses your middle name, right? So she leaves a message and she says, Michelle Lee, you better call me as soon as you get to this office. I need to talk to you right away. So I knew I was in trouble. And I call and she, I said, so how'd it go? Did you go to the meeting? And she's like, yes. And you didn't tell me that I had to talk. And I was like, I know. And she goes, you knew I had to talk. And I was like, yep, I knew. <laughs> She's like, you lied to me. And I said, yep, but I did it with your own best interest at heart. So I was like trying to, you know, help in the way. <laughs> and so I talked to her. I was like, what do you think? And she was like, yeah, it was really good. And then I was like, so did you join or did you apply? And she was like, yeah, I applied. And uh, she became a member. Yeah. Um, she ended up leading the entire state of Michigan in sales. From, you know, a lot of it came from her BNI referrals. Um, you know, she ended up becoming a secretary treasurer of the chapter, you know, all this stuff. So um, in the long run, like, the BNI meeting agenda, believe it or not, is actually designed for introverts. Um, mm-hmm. So those of you that don't love going to these networking events, and part of it is, you know, when you go to a chamber mixer, um, kind of go into like an eighth grade dance, right? Like you're not really sure what to do. There's kind of that awkwardness and some people just go have fun. And others are like, this is really weird. I don't know who to talk to. I don't want to talk to that person. I don't know if that person's going to be nice. Like you're, you're sitting there thinking all these different things, right? So um, what BNI is designed for really is for those introverts because it's a very structured agenda. However, extroverts love it too because you're always around people. So that's part of what's really, really good, both in the, um, and Linda, you mentioned it, some, a lot of our chapters are meeting online now. Several of them are starting to go back to in-person traditional meetings. Um, but either way, everybody that typically attends a BNI meeting ends up enjoying the experience. You know, um, Michelle, one of the things. that structured agenda. Exactly. And that structure, I think, really serves both 
the introvert and the extrovert because I don't know about you, but I've been into, I've attended networking events where there has been an extrovert that has been very excited about their product and service and they ramble on and on and on. And at the end of it, I really don't know what their product and service was. So by having those guidelines and and, um, everyone knows how much time you have, then that introvert knows, okay, I can say this, I can get it out, and I'm done. And then the extrovert says, I have to limit what I have to say to get my point. So everything is very concise because it is run. It's a, they're very tight meetings, and everyone knows what to expect. But I also love the fact that BNI does help that, that new entrepreneur, that new business owner to, um, to really um, leverage those relationships. So talk to us a little bit about the relationships that you build in these organ in these chapters that can it can be a game changer for someone's business can it absolutely so one of the things um and this goes for all networking whether or not you decide to you know participate in a bni meeting or if you're whatever networking you're doing when you're doing networking your uh, the goal is not always to be selling to each other right Networking is about selling through people. So as you're building that network um, and building those relationships, BNI has some great structure in place. We do something called um, the games exchange. So if, you know, let's say myself as a financial advisor and I'm meeting with Steve Kinney, who is the roofing contractor in my chapter, you know, instead of us just going, lunch and chit-chatting about, you know, weather or me trying to tell him he needs to open up a Roth IRA or whatever. Like, I'm not selling to him. Instead, we help our members with a very structured um, format to have those one-to-one meetings outside, and we talk about the gains exchange. And what those stand for is it's your goals, your accomplishments, your interests, your network, and your skills. And so we're sitting there talking, and I find out some of his goals, and he finds out mine. And then we, we find out maybe we have mutual interests. Maybe he likes to golf and I like to golf. And he wants to introduce me to his best friend who just, you know, sold a company and has money to invest. Maybe instead of him just saying, oh, here's Michelle's card, call her. Maybe he sets up a time where the three of us go golfing. And I get mm-hmm. to see him, you know, his friend face to face. And so it's really more about building those relationships and making good, solid introductions happen for each other and so again it's not always selling to each other but it's sometimes selling through each other and we will train people um, how to do that you know a lot of times especially uh, franchisors um, are really really good at teaching you how to do the business right and how to do more of the operation side sometimes it's that lack of execution when it comes to marketing as well, you know, a lot of times if you hear, if you're at your corporate training, um, and this even happens for, you know, BNI executive directors, our franchise owners, you know, it's not just about going and joining something. 
it's about actively participating as well. And that's mm-hmm. another key difference. You know, I could, if I go join a gym, it's not like all of a sudden I'm instantly fit and hitting all my, you know, body image goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like I actually have to go to the gym. I actually have to maybe listen to a trainer that's going to teach me how to use the equipment so I don't hurt myself, right? So mm-hmm. same thing with BNI. Like you could join a BNI chapter. You're not going to get the same benefit as if you actually participate in a mm-hmm. BNI chapter, right? Sure. Same thing goes sure. for Chamber of Commerce. Same thing, you know, um, I encourage people, like, if you're going to be part of the chamber, be part of a chamber. Like, get involved. Be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, sit on one of their committees. Do something more than just signing up with mm-hmm. the application and paying your dues. Like, actually Certainly. participate, right? Certainly. Certainly. Um, so, so, Michelle, when, yeah. when we talk about you being um, – a part of the strategic alliance with BNI. Tell me, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so BNI um, has been around for 36 years, and we have a lot of companies out there that, you know, even in your operations manual, a lot of the franchisors have in their operations manual, join a BNI chapter. And that's pretty much like, it's like a check mark, right? Like you mm-hmm. don't. Know. Um, and so, what I'm doing in my role is working with those franchisors that are already recommending BNI, or sometimes I look at our our membership rosters and I like might look at and say, hey, oh, there's you know 48 people from this same company. Or meanwhile, like it's almost one of those uh, internal conversations. Franchisees are talking to franchisees about what's working, what's helping. Yet the franchisor might not know, oh, we have, you know, 48 people in BNI kind of thing. So I'm typically working with a lot of our corporate, the franchisors. Um, typically it's the CEO, it's the, you know, um, COO or the vice president of marketing or any of those kind of levels. And we have something called the BNI Medallion Program. And the Medallion Program is no cost to franchisors. Um, and it's basically a loyalty program. Uh, it's kind of built off of, you know, I fly back and forth from Michigan to Alaska a lot, so I use the Delta Sky Mile. So it's very similar to a partner program like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do is we do a lot of value add for those franchisors. So, for example, earlier today, um, I actually did a training on marketing and networking for new franchisees that were part of a you know, same popular cleaning company. Um, so I work with a lot of those individuals, and I'm part of their uh, franchisee training. Uh, for we did a, a big event for all of our companies that are participating in the medallion program. We had Dr. Ivan Meisner, who's our founder and chief visionary officer. Um, he did a presentation called Networking Up, where he talks about you know how to build relationships with people that might be you know above your weight class kind of deal, right? And so that was offered at no cost, where usually there's a small fee to do those. We offered those at no cost to the members um, and even the non-members from those franchisors that are part of it. So, um, you know, we have, like, uh, home team inspection services, uh, five-star painting, floor coverings international. Like, we invited all of their people, not just the BNI members, and they were able to go and participate in you know, Dr. Meisner's networking up. So we have a lot of perks and benefits that we're offering. Um, Some of our franchisors, you know, they're looking for content in their newsletters. So we, uh, Jenny Butts is on my team. She's director of sales. 
she is, you know, creating some amazing content, not just about BNI, but truly networking and how to network. So she's got some great material of, you know, the do's and don'ts of a chamber mixer, the do's and don'ts of a service organization, um, how to build your visibility in your community, you know, just things like that that were giving value-added um, benefits to the franchisors that all of the franchisees get to take advantage of. Um, so we're essentially mm-hmm. helping to put ourselves in the room, and by doing so, we also can help coach and train and set expectations. Um, mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, our average, I don't know if I told you this in the past, in 2019, our average b member in the United States uh, reported that they received just over $45,000 in revenue from their referrals from BNI. And actually, even in the pandemic in 2020, as we transitioned to BNI online, um, that number went up to over 48000 wow. in 2020. And so our, our average return on investment for our BNI members is pretty significant. It's about 64 times the average price of participating in BNI. And when we, you know, look at that type of investment, that's what we're sharing with the, you know, franchisors. Um, And so then when they realize that, they want more and more of their franchisees uh, to participate in BNI. So then we work with them and we make it very easy. We give a chapter placement concierge. And in fact, we have one special just for those of you listening. Um, We give a chapter placement concierge webpage so you can get white glove service to find a local chapter in your area. Um, We encourage you to visit, you know, maybe two or three, and then we'll help you decide which one is probably, you know, best for you. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's really the perks with the, um, you know, chapter, the BNI medallion program and working with the uh, corporations. Yeah, that that is a great mission. and, And I can certainly see the benefit in that. Uh, I tell you what, Michelle, I need to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, um, do you happen to have any stories, success stories with BNI members that you could share with us? Absolutely, yes, I would love to. Wonderful. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with more from Michelle Campbell with BNI. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com. 
832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballestetos here with Michelle Campbell, and we are talking about networking. So when we broke for commercial break, Michelle, I asked if you happen to have maybe some stories you could share with us. Yes, absolutely. Um, so let me, I'll start off with a, a unique one for you all. Um, and this one is actually part of mine and how I built uh, my financial planning practice using BNI as well as um, thinking outside the box. So Dr. Ivan Meisner has several books out there. Uh, he's an amazing author. He's our founder and chief visionary officer for BNI. And one of the books um, that, you know, could definitely – um, take a look at afterwards is one that he talks about networking myths, right? So um, what are some myths when it comes to networking? And, you know, a common myth is if I provide good service, my clients will give me referrals. Well, here's the deal. That's a myth. Um, so the, the book itself, actually, I didn't mention the book's name. The book's name is Truth or Delusion. So Truth or Delusion. And in this case, if I provide good customer service, my clients will give me referrals. That's a delusion. Um, why? Because they hired you, therefore they already expect that you're going to give them good service, right? They don't owe you anything. They paid you money to deliver the service they hired you for. Um, so you need to figure out ways to ask them if you want referrals from your clients, you actually do have to ask them. Um, a good phrase that you might want to write down if you're taking notes is, who do you know who? And then you would fill in the blank. Um, and I'm going to share how this ties in here in a moment. So who do you know who? Fill in the blank. Um, and another item in Truth or Delusion talks about um, typical referral sources. So as a financial advisor, when we go through our financial planning training, they always tell us that we need a good CPA. We need a good estate attorney. Um, you know, those are two of the ones that are, like, in our manuals, say, make sure you have those relationships. And the answer is yes, you do need those relationships. But let me share with you typically what happens. Um, typically, most of my clients come to me from other sources, right, and then when I create a financial plan for them, typically I notice that they don't have a power of attorney or they might not ha even have a will or a trust or healthcare directive, any of those kind of things. So oftentimes as the financial advisor, state attorney is at the end of my sales cycle. Typically it's me as the advisor referring to the estate attorney. And most estate attorneys, if you talk to them, they get a lot of referrals from the financial advisor. So it would be really bad for an estate attorney to get a referral from, you know, financial advisor Bob and then refer that client over to me. Like that would not be a good thing, right? So one of the things we teach in BNI is how to think outside of the box and figure out who, what other professionals get in front of your clients or prospective clients before you do. The other thing is when you talk about how amazing you are, that's not always as impactful as if somebody else talks about how amazing you are. So I'm going to share with you a story um, of two of my really good referral partners and how it worked for me. And, again, 
Um, you can probably even almost duplicate this if you want, depending on your profession. But what I ended up doing in our chapter, we had a, a gal, um, her name was Barb, and she was a florist. And she put together a package that was just for BNI members where we paid, we had to pay for a quarter at a time, so we committed to 13 weeks worth of ordering flowers from her. Um, and she made these beautiful little bouquets. They weren't huge. They were just nice little, like, almost like a center, like a table centerpiece bouquet. And our commitment was that we paid for the full quarter. And they, they were like $10, $12, somewhere in that neighborhood. And um, every Monday, she would deliver a new bouquet to our office. So a lot of times, my bouquet, um, I, I actually would order two at, most of the time because I kept one in my office that I would always put on my little, like, center table for my own decorations. And a lot of times I'd give it to clients if they, you know, decided to hire me or if they gave me a referral or whatever it might be. And then the other bouquet, I actually had her deliver to my hairstylist. And so my hairstylist, every Monday, had fresh flowers sitting on her, you know, stand, her um, her little part in the studio, right? And... I don't know about you, but if you've ever, especially women, for sure, but I know this happens for men as well, um, if you're sitting there, like, you, most people tell their barber or their hairstylist, like, anything and everything, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, every week, Casey would get new flowers at her, at her station, and people a lot of times, you know, her clients would be like, oh, you know, who's, did you get those from your husband or who sent you the flowers? And she'd always say, oh, it's my financial advisor. And then the women would talk and say, oh, you know, I've been meeting to meet with somebody or this or that. And so then Casey would say, yeah, you know, Michelle's great, blah, blah, blah. Give me a little testimonial. And then she would always say, hey, you know what? I know a lot of times people get busy and working on your finances is something that people always intend to do, but they procrastinate at would you mind if I just give Michelle your information and she can call you and set it up? And so she would put me in control of that process. So my best referrals came from a hairstylist. If you go and you read all these financial planning, how to do, you know, how to build a planning practice, you will not find in there, hey, go find her, go buy flowers and send them to a hairstylist. Like that's not <laughs> going to be in your manuals, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things with stories is, we hear these stories from our members and we encourage you to think outside of the box. So again, the book is truth or delusion. That would be one um, that I would you know, highly recommend um, that you find on you know, Amazon and check that out. Um, it's a, it's really good. And you might think of other things that you can be doing. Um, another story that I would love to share is, you know, when you build your network, you should think about building your network under three, what I would call like sub columns or subheadings, right? One is going to be for your information. So what I mean by this, and again, I'll just use myself as a financial advisor, information networking would be my fellow advisors, other peers, other mentors. Maybe I joined the financial planning association, right? Like my other professional organizations, if you're a realtor, maybe it's the National Realtors Association, you know, um, contractors, that you know, ABC, like joining those. A lot of times you're joining those for the information. Being part of the franchise and a franchise organization, you get a lot of information networking. You know, go to your 
conferences, right? I know um, like the neighborly brand, they have the neighborly reunion. You know, when you go to those, you're going to see your competitors, but they're just your fellow franchisees. Um, but you can use them for kind of that brain trust, that information. Um, another is the support. Okay. So what I mean by this, there's people that are in your network and in your life that, you know, if you were locked out and stranded, who could you call, right? Like these are the people that will support you. They might also be the people that um, if you had an open house, uh, maybe you, you moved locations, you expanded and grew your business and moved locations, um, they're going to come because they're coming to support you, not necessarily because they're clients, but just coming to support you as a human. And so we actually had a chapter uh, one of our members in Flint, Michigan, this was about uh, probably 12, 15 years ago now, um, she was pregnant with her third child, and her husband um, was serving in the armed services for us. And he actually ended up getting deployed when she was about eight months pregnant. And so uh, those of you that have gone through and had a pregnancy, you know, a lot of times at that point in your pregnancy, you're not really supposed to be doing a lot of heavy lifting and those kind of things. Um, and she still had some stuff that wasn't done prior to him leaving, like painting, putting together, like moving some furniture and things like that. And that chapter, the chapter of BNI members, they actually rallied around her and they went and spent, you know, a weekend at her house putting together, like just basically helping getting ready for the baby. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, building that support network is huge as well. And it doesn't have to be through BNI. But you definitely will find a lot of folks in BNI because our philosophy is givers gain, which means if I, you know, if I help you in return, you're going to want to help me. It's not always one for one. It's not always like, hey, Linda, here's a referral. I need a referral in return. That's not what it is. But some of the times it's, listen, I'm going to help you. You might help somebody else. It's kind of that paying it forward um, concept as well. And then the third subcategory is truly the referrals, right? Like the business network. So. Um, you have your information-based network, you have your support network, and then you have basically your referrals or your business growing um, type network. And sometimes you might find some people might fit into all three of those subcategories, right? Whereas in others, you know, someone might fall in one or two. So when you're thinking about networking, don't just think about exchanging business cards. That's not what it is, right? It's really more about, you know, maybe you're exchanging information. Maybe you're supporting somebody. Maybe you are passing referrals. Like I said, selling through, not always to individuals. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I always uh, make sure that my clients understand as well, Michelle, is you may identify that perfect referral partner. And you come across them at a networking event and you say, I'm going to just give you all of, you know, we're, we're great. Refer we have complimentary business products or services, so we'll just exchange business back and forth. Well, one of the things that didn't happen is you don't get to know each other. So it's important mm -hmm. to be in an environment where you really get to know each other and you understand how that other person is going to handle one of your clients. Even though they have the mm -hmm. perfect product or service, if they don't have the same ethics 
in uh, business ethics, then you could lose a customer from that. So in the, in the situation, the environment that BNI sets up is you do get to know each other. You do really get mm-hmm. to hear about how they handle those situations. And I think that's just as important is just trying to go out and find that referral partner. Uh, Michelle, we're getting close to the end of the show. If somebody is listening and they want more information about BNI, or maybe they want more information about um, about the strategic alliances that you're doing with franchisors, where would they go to find that information? Um, so, of course, BNI.com is always available to you. However, if you are listening to the show here, we have a special um, website designed just for those of you um, listening to Linda's um, radio station and part of uh, Empower. So if you go to, and I'm going to say the website a couple times, I know Linda will put it in the, the show notes as well, but it's um, qrtud.io, so it kind of looks like QR Studio, but it's qrstud.io forward slash empower. When you go to that, if you put in your information, um, then that will trigger an email to our chapter placement concierge team. So based off of the zip code or the postal code that you entered, uh, someone from our chapter placement concierge team will reach out to you. They'll do a little research beforehand to find out based off of your profession, what chapters are in your area, as well as what BNI chapters have an opening for your profession. As I mentioned before, we only have, you know, one person per profession. So there might be five chapters in a city, and if you're a painter, maybe three of them already have a painter, then we're only going to share with you the couple that have an opening. Um, So, again, look for that um, qrstud.io forward slash empower. That's going to be one that will help you as a franchisee or a business owner to find a local BNI chapter. The other website that I'll, I will share with you is if you are interested or if you want to refer me to somebody at your corporate franchise office so that your franchise um, can participate in the BNI Medallion Program, uh, that website is bnipartner.com forward slash tell me more. So again, bnipartner.com forward slash tell me more. And, you know, Linda, earlier you had mentioned how we make shorter, you know, presentations. If and when you go to a BNI meeting, I will share with you. Um, I won't lie to you all, like I did to my mother. Um, you will be asked to either present, or you may also be given a choice by the chapter president if you want them to present on your behalf. So if you're not really confident with public speaking, you know, if Linda said she wasn't confident and she was my guest, I might say, you know, hello. Today I brought Linda. She does X, Y, and Z. So um, have that conversation with the person um, or the president ahead of time. And what's great is when you do have 30, 45, 60 seconds, you can be very specific. So we will teach you mm-hmm. how to be specific. And one of the things we say is specific is terrific. So, for mm-hmm. example, if I said, oh, I can help anybody, you're going to think of no one. Where <laughs> if I said, I want a personal introduction to Brad Sugars, he's the – CEO of Action Coach, then you're going to think of his name, right? Versus like, oh, I didn't even think to refer him. By the way, um, I don't need that referral. I'm just using that as an example. Action (laughs) Coach is very much a good sponsor or, you know, a good partner, strategic Mm -hmm. partner with uh, BNI. So um, 
yeah, but those are a couple things. And then last but not least, something that, Linda, you alluded to, and this is something we tell people too, when you go to networking events, be interested. That will make you be interesting. So mm-hmm. not just approaching someone of how you can solve them and what you can do. So we always say a good networker has two eyes, two ears, and one mouth and uses them proportionately. Mm-hmm. So um, make sure you're asking questions. And if you check out um, Dr. Ivan Meisner's uh, webpage, just ivanmeisner.com, um, he talks about how he actually has been introduced to some you know, people and he didn't just talk to them like when he first met Jack Canfield, he didn't go up to Jack Canfield and say, hey, I'm an author too. We should do work together, right? Like he actually talked to Jack um, on a different level first and made that connection versus asking for the business right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good point. Um, Michelle, I know that there is so much more that we could talk about, and I'd love to bring you back on the show in a few months to give us some more tips about networking because I just know that there's so much more we can learn from you. One more time before the end of the show here, where can uh, someone go and find out more information about you and BNI? Absolutely. So um, the best one, if you're looking for a chapter, really is taking a look at that um, qrstud.io slash empower. Um, that's going to be the first for you to find a chapter. Secondly, if you want to refer um, someone from your corporate office to our strategic alliances team, which would be with me directly, um, it's bnipartner.com forward slash tell me more. And if you want to connect with me, I'm more than happy. I'm an extrovert, so I love talking to people. Um, You can always shoot me an email. Um, My email is Michelle, and it's with two L's, so M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at bni.com. Wonderful. Michelle, thanks again for being on the show. And like I said, I really look forward to bringing you back on the show in the future and learning more from you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Linda. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, folks, I hope you were taking notes. And if you weren't, you should have pa- you should have paused this and rewind and then play it again and be sure you have pen and paper in hand because Michelle gave some great nuggets uh, in today's interview. So be sure to go back and make note and implement that. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote, and this one is by Dr. Ivan Meisner. Networking is about cultivating relationships and taking the time and energy to help them grow and flourish. Again, folks, thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.